This is Manifest Mindset, where we delve into our true passions, inspire the best out of ourselves, and live our life with true intention every single day. Nolan, welcome back to another episode of Manifest Mindset. Nick, how are you doing today? Bob, I'm good. Good to be back here, my friend. Um, you know, you are a hard man to reach. I'm a hard man to reach. So any opportunity like this is a good one. Yeah, it's it's uh it's panning out that every every three, four weeks we come on and then <laughs> chat a bit. But but I like it. I, I like the cadence to get to catch up a little bit. There's a little bit more time to for things to go on. Um so so tell me, Nick, what's anything new in your life? Anything new uh that's happening, anything new and exciting? Well, um, let me think about this. It's hard to remember what I've told you, what I haven't told you. Um, did I tell you that I'm applying for another fellowship? Yes. <laughs> okay. Great. Um, so I'm applying for another fellowship. I officially got my interview date for that fellowship. Um, so that's coming up in just a little bit over two weeks now. Um, so looking forward to that. That's going to be on November 5th. So again, another round of preparations for an interview. We've been through it before, but you know, it's a whole whole new level, a whole another opportunity. So excited for that. But then yeah. got some, got some friends in town that I haven't seen in a, a very long time. So that'll be great catching up there. Yeah, that's awesome. Sounds like you're moving forward. Uh, when does your current fellowship finish? Yep, it'll finish up the very end of February 2022. And okay. so it takes me through a year-long program. I started up basically the end of last February, and it takes me to the very end of this February. Okay, that's exciting. That's exciting. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, does it sound like you're you're gaining clinical pearls or you're learning a lot? every week, every time you're, you're with the mentor. Um, what's been happening with the fellowship so far? Absolutely. So I'm actually in a transition period right now with the Spine Fellowship where I'm going to start doing a lot more collaborative work with some medical doctors around here. That'll be a lot of fun, just another experience to get back to, um, kind of co-treating patients with some phys med doctors out here, and that'll be good. I actually just finished my last day of mentoring this past week with um, – incredible mentor Claire Frank and just uh she's a wonderful teacher a wonderful person um somebody who's absolutely an expert clinician and I've had a ton of fun working with her yeah that's awesome that's amazing it's good to hear you, Nick it's it's good to hear that you're doing well and again it's great to just catch up a little bit hey but, man so what Bob what what about you right how's this residency program going is it what you expected when you were getting into it um what's been new in that development for you Oh yeah, I mean the the residency's about to wrap up. Um, I'm taking some more McKinsey courses, um, but we're prepping for the OCS, uh, the, the orthopedic clinical specialty exam, and we're just moving forward from there. That's it's uh, it's it is what I expected um, when I was back in PT school, and we talked about this before. But when I was back in PT school, um, I I was told that you would get five years of experience with one year residency as a physical therapist. And I was like, Oh, hi, that's what I want to do. That's uh, even as undergrad, I was like, all right, I'm going to do a residency <laughs> because that's, that's what I want. That's what I, that's what I really hope to achieve. It's really speeded up kind of thing in terms of learning, being able to better help people, being able to better make sense of things. Um, and, I can tell you from my experience, I think that's true for, for myself. I, I feel like my learning has sped up drastically through going through a residency with that one-on-one mentorship, especially with a specific focus. Um, so that's been my experience, and it's, 
it's overall, I think it's a very, very positive experience. And anybody that's on the fence listening that, that wants to do residency or wants to do any further continuing education in terms of uh, a year-long course, I think it's a very, very well uh, and smart move from my perspective. Yeah, and I think I think the challenge here lies, Bob, that, you know, we can, sure, we can speed up the learning a little bit early on, right? But then once we're after that few years or wherever, how do we keep that same rate of growth going? And, you know, there's certainly different gaps we have to fill in, different ways we want to expand. And sometimes we'll choose that, hey, I want to prioritize other just personal development growth for my life in general, as opposed to having to be directly about physical therapy-related things. And I think that's where the challenge lies. It's easy to, or not easy, because um, it, it isn't easy, but it's easier to commit to a program, to commit to something, and stay locked in for for a year, for two years. But then what happens with next? What happens after? And how do we continue to build upon that going out? Yeah, I, I was thinking about that today. I was thinking about where do I want to be in terms of my career in 10 years? Um, like we have, when we down, it's easier to break it down into a one-year uh, goal and then, then a three-year goal and then a five-year goal. Um, ten years seems like it's far out there, but I, I mean, it's nice to even have some sort of thing to aim for. Um, so I was just thinking about that today, just just thousand through my mind, idly sitting around thinking about that. Um, and I, I mean, there's so many other options. There's so many options out there. I, I, I don't know. Do you have any idea where you want to? I think you mentioned this in the past, Nick, of you want to eventually go out to teaching, eventually get uh, try yeah, to make it into teaching. Yeah. Um, you know, I think for myself, I wouldn't want to do full-time teaching just by itself, at least not, not what I've envisioned in my mind right now. I think I get the most joy out of one-on-one mentoring, um, bringing others up behind me once they've already reached a, a certain level. And so I think teaching for me in a doctoral program would be something that I would learn from, enjoy, and I would benefit from, um, just to experience myself and the chance to pass something down to a, a large cohort of people. And I think where more of the growth lies in for me is spending time one-on-one training a group of individuals up um, whether that's a group of residents or even um, a fellow here and there and doing some mentoring for them in the clinic, but always staying rooted towards uh, being a clinician as well, too. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, you know, I never really got the experience. I, I experienced being mentored, but I never experienced mentoring. Um, so... I'm not sure what it is like from that perspective, but but it sounds like you're something you're passionate about, something you're really excited for. So absolutely, and you know, I'd I'd say it's um, it's been a lot of fun for me having a student too, and having that opportunity just to give back in that way. And it's you know, it's definitely a a different level of it, right? But it's always about hey, let's match the goals of the individual where the individual's at, and seeing how far they can rise when given the right stimulus around them, when given the right environment and when they want to seek after something themselves. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Definitely. So, Nick, what, what do you want to talk about today? What's, do you have anything on your agenda? Well, let's, let's test on that accountability first, Bob, from last time. What, what was it that you were working on? Oh, I'm just trying to mingle through my, my OCS studying, my, uh, <laughs> my pages and pages of, of current concepts that I need to read. 
Um, I've, I've been doing well. I've been on track with my schedule. I've been just trying to make sure that I get through all my readings based on my timeline. And I think that's what my my accountability was for last time. And yep, I can tell absolutely. you, it's I'm making it through. Um, again, I don't know how much I'm retaining, but I'm making it through for now. Um, Actually, that's a good point, Bob. So what are you doing to check in with yourself to ensure that there are, you know, some things, ideally the things you need that you're retaining? Uh, how do I know? So, so what I'm doing is I have things, I have new material that I need to get through. But then either once uh, a week or twice a week, I sit down and basically review everything that I've taken notes down. Uh, so going through past flashcards, going through past lectures just for one or two days of the week rather than every day. Um, nice. So that's what I've been doing. Uh, and was that, a, was that a similar thing that worked for you in PT school too for that kind of material? Uh, when I was studying for the boards, yes. Nice. Yes. So that's mine. What, what about yours, Nick? Yep, for mine it was uh similar, uh focused on the OCS. It was about um continuing to prepare the OCS prep course that I'm making uh with a colleague of mine, continuing to um make new strides based around that. And so it's been exciting. It's been good kind of um you know, bunkering up for that, putting together a program. We're gonna be launching a eight week program for like a crash study course, um, built around efficiency, built around kind of for people who have been doing their own thing for a while or by people who have been procrastinating it and haven't gotten on board. We'll be yeah, doing awesome. a kind of like a bonus two-week launch as well in December for some additional bonus content in there. Um, it's exciting. You know, there's already another group out there um, who's fairly well-known that are that are doing it and doing even more this year, which is really exciting. And, you know, it, it's nice and a good environment to be in a place where, it's not about competition, right? It's not about us getting more clients or them getting more clients. It's about, hey, can we make this accessible? Can we make it where when we're focused on getting ready for the OCS and studying better and all that stuff? Can we just make it a slightly better environment than what we had when we were going through that process? And so I'm excited about this other company doing their own thing too by us doing ours. And the goal is, right, that we're able to pass rate and, you know, just get out there and do the things they care about, being a good clinician with some good evidence behind them. Yeah. Tell me more, Nick. I'm I'm intrigued. I know you mentioned this in the past, uh, but we didn't really go in depth for this one. Um, so, so tell me about the, the, the process, what, what are you doing with your uh, colleague uh, to build this out, and what does that eight-week plus two-week bonus look like? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so – Right. For all transparency's sake, we're still in the process of developing that and finalizing it because we want to take, um, we basically met together really, really well. Um, a system that got us through, that helped us understand exactly what we needed to do. And we basically are trying to bulletproof it. And we're trying to take a look at this and say, okay, from our experience, from myself and this other, other individual where she has her own strengths as well that are very different than my own, what would have we wanted even more? What would have we wanted to fine-tune it, to tweak it up, to be a better system? Other than thinking about people who are not like ourselves, right? Thinking about people who might be a little bit different but are still preparing, still studying for this exam. And how can we make it a little bit more foolproof and 
our biggest thing is efficiency, right? Is that there are so many people, I mean, I think of myself during this time, right? I was working 50 hours a week, um, doing research projects for a residency, studying for the OCS and everything, and it worked, right? It worked really well, but could have been a little bit more painless, possibly. And so that's kind of our goal is saying, hey, what do you really need to know? What do you need, really need to get down for both studying for this exam to pass this exam, being priority number one? But then priority number two, a very close second, is how can we organize this information to actually be kind of applicable in the clinic, um, but certainly much more focused on passing the exam for this one. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. What what uh what sparked the idea, Nick? I'm curious. It wasn't even me. Um, I, my colleague reached out to me. Um, we were part of a small study group. There's about four or five of us for regulars that we're in weekly Zoom calls or sometimes every other weekly calls for a while. And when we were studying for the OCS, right? And um, her and I, I don't want to say we're the more consistent ones, but either way, we saw something in each other where we liked the work ethic, we liked the different ways we involved different parts of PT. Um, so I got the flattering compliment of she wanted me to join her in this endeavor to try and uh, work on it together. And so it was her idea. She completely brought it up. I was heard her out, brought some of my own ideas, and I was game. I was down. We make it happen. Yeah, that's awesome. Do you guys have an official name, or is it still uh, still in process of developing? We have not. De- we have a name, but we have not officially developed the company for it yet. It's not officially an LLC yet, so we're in process of getting the logistics working. As soon as it is an official name, um, I will be sure to let you know. Yeah, that's awesome. That's exciting. Thanks, Bob. It's, uh, it's an adventure that I enjoy taking after. Um, you know, it's one of those tough things to balance, right, where there are a lot of little projects floating around and um, where do you choose to prioritize, where do you choose to invest in, right, almost like the stock market. You can't select everything. You only have a limited number of resources. There are definitely risk-reward ratios out there. Yeah, and definitely. And as you get more experience, as you have opportunities, you have to stick your toes in the water and get going somehow. And this is just one way that on opportunity let's see what we can do let me ask you this nick i'm gonna ask i'm gonna push you a little bit more what makes this for you i guess something worth doing Ooh, i love that question bob right um i think number one i feel called to help those coming up behind me um and this is not the number one way I like to do it, right? You hear me talk about this one-on-one mentorship and developing clinicians. I'm somebody who actually had a hard time with studying for the OCS test because I had to swallow my pride for it, right? I don't like doing things for the sake of just doing them. I would rather study it, learn it well, understand it, and then apply it to the clinic. Some of the questions actually frustrated me because it was very much of I had to answer them. This is what the research says. This is how they want me to answer the question, not this is what I would do in the clinic based on this reasoning, based on this particular patient. And so for me, I think it's to help other people avoid a little bit more of that heartache and headache, if I possibly can, to help people um, really keep efficiency, right? So if they want to focus on the things that they care about, I want to fruit a little bit more of their time to be more well-rounded clinicians. I don't want the whole idea of studying for an OCS or an SCS or any of these other stuff to be associated or have an influence of burnout, right? That's not the connotation that I want to occur with that. 
So I think for me, it's just helping people with that. Other than a close second is just a chance to collaborate with someone else from a different part of the country. Um, you know, my colleague that I'm working with here and really to, to see where this can take me to dabble into the business world a little bit, to dabble into what opportunities are out there and really see this as something that um, I could learn a lot from for my own growth. Yeah, that's awesome. That sounds like an amazing opportunity and sounds like it aligns with what you want to do. <laughs> that's awesome, man. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, uh... You know, yeah, just see, seeing where I can take it, right? And sometimes, you know, for me, it's never enough of a reason just by itself. But the whole idea of let me just see where I can take this thing. Um, let me see what's possible. Let me go out there and dabble with it. It's one thing to talk in theory, but it's another thing to actually get that out there in the mud and actually – you know, see if there's a possibility out there. And, you know, uh, the worst thing that's going to happen is I could just fail. It wouldn't stick. We try for a year or two, then it's done. And so what, all tons of lessons to learn along the way. I don't envision that's what's going to happen. Um, but, yeah, I'm just I'm excited for the opportunity ahead to see what the possibilities are. And also for me, right, there are other projects that I attempted around this time that I told you about a little bit. And those just didn't pan out. And it was something where if I absolutely had to, if my you know, my paycheck was surviving on it, if I was like had to dig deep to do it, um, I didn't have all those other time commitments, I could have dug deep and I knew I could have made it work. Um, but it's a life balance thing, right? Is that I don't need to beat myself up over the head. I don't need to do all these kind of crazy things. And this is something that can be somewhat time efficient for me too and that matches my current lifestyle. Yeah, no, I mean, it, it sounds like uh, this is something that aligns with what you want. It, it helps you grow. It's something future-oriented. It's something that has, has risk but also has reward. Um, and it sounds like it's something exciting for you. I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm super happy for you. I really hope it pans out. Um, so that's a, that's an amazing experience. I mean, it's, it's uh, yeah, good luck. <laughs> that's all I can Thanks. say, Nick. <laughs> Thanks, dude. I'll keep you posted for sure. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I mean, in terms of, I guess, like finding stats, something new, that's something exciting. Um, in terms of myself, I I, uh, I think one thing I wanted to bring up there in this podcast as well was, I think a couple of weeks ago, I, I texted you or I emailed you for, for a job recommendation. Yeah, uh, I remember that. Uh, a new thing. And you just, you answered it like the night of that I sent it to you. So, so thank you so much. I just wanted to uh, thank you over the Oh, my, my pleasure. And now half of that, Bob, was <laughs> if I did it then and I had a little bit of time, I knew I wouldn't forget later. So uh, part part of that, sure, was the uh, urgency. I wanted to make sure that was done for you. But a part of that was also on my end as well for my own organization. Yeah, yeah. So, so actually, I'll tell you a little bit about it. So I, I sent you um, – a postcard. I don't know if you got that. I did not, but that's okay. Oh, okay. Well, basically, uh, there was a card saying thank you, and I got the job. Um, and oh, I just wanted dude, to awesome. Say, thank you. Uh, yeah, and I just wanted to say I appreciated your time. But but I'll tell you a little bit more about it. It's it's a it's a super interesting uh, position on how I even found out about the job and how I even got the job. Um, so. I, I gave in my notice for my current PT position 
a week and a half ago. I'm starting at this new position uh, November 1st. Um, it's at a it's at an outpatient hospital setting, and it's 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 very exciting for me because most of the the therapist there, or I guess the manager there, uh, and the person that will be supervising me is is um, diplomated in McKenzie method, so so that he's very very well versed in McKenzie method, and that's something I was looking for. Uh, to really find in, in the New York City area to working with somebody who has McKenzie Method uh, certified or diploma and then really try to just, I guess, learn from them kind of thing. But what happened was I was, I was scrolling on LinkedIn and all of a sudden I see this post. It's like, oh, I have this opening um, for my clinic. And if you're interested, shoot me an email with your resume. And I was like, all right, why not? <laughs> so I messaged him. And, and Bob, at this, at this point when you said, okay, why not, um, what information was on that LinkedIn page? What information kind of made you curious about this opportunity? Did you know that he was diplomat in McKenzie at this point? What did you know? Well, yeah, I mean, um, so he works uh, He works at NYU Langone, which is a, a generally a well-known hospital in New York City. Um, and... It was it was kind of like a Facebook status post of, hey, I have this opening. <laughs> uh, shoot me an email with your resume if you're interested in, in uh, using the McKenzie method or learning about more about the McKenzie method. So um, in my mind, I was like, oh wow, this is such a great opportunity. I mean, uh, it's a it's a better, I guess, advancement in my career. It's a better. Uh, place to grow. It's a better place to, to just be all around just because in terms of one, the salary, the benefits, um, and the, the career opportunity developments. Um, so that, that's basically what, <laughs> what happened. So I interviewed with him. Yep. You interviewed with him. I interviewed with him. It was, uh, it was interesting. Um, before I interviewed with him, I interviewed with him on a Friday the meeting, the interview was at 12 o'clock. And, and this reminds me of the story of when you went to interview in um, California for your residency program. Oh, I, I don't know what you're going to say, but I just know it's going to be good then. <laughs> <laughs> now, I didn't lose my pants or I didn't lose my clothes, but uh, the interview was at 12 o'clock. This is a, this is an interview in Long Island. I live in Little Queens. It takes around 30 minutes, 40 minutes to get there. <laughs> um, and... I decided that I was going to leave at around 10:30 just to beat the traffic, just to get there early, and just to make sure I found everything. So the day before, I parked my car in this back end corner oh, that no. I never parked at oh. before, um, and I was like, "All right, this looks like a pretty good spot. Uh, there's no street cleaning <laughs> kind of thing. Uh, there are no signs up." And I was like, all right, let's go, go take a nap or I'll go to bed kind of thing, wake up the next day, drive in our early morning for, for the interview. So the next morning, I was like, all right, I'm leaving early. I get down um, and I start walking to my car. And what I notice is the entire street, and this was a few streets before I actually got to my car, but I saw basically no cars on the entire street for the street the few streets I was walking down, and I was like, huh, that's weird. Where are all the cars? <laughs> um, oh, Bob. And then as I keep walking, I see this sign on this 
decree that says 6 to 6 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. road construction tow-away zone. So oh, I was like, no. oh my god. <laughs> and now I just start running. I'm I just start sprinting to my car. And as I'm sprinting, I see this tow truck turn around the corner and pick up my car as so I'm you, you, so, so you it's 10:30 in the morning. You physically can see your car being towed away. Well, as I'm sprinting there. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I sprint up to the car and thankfully I made it cuz he hadn't he hasn't gone. <laughs> and, okay, so uh, you, so your your car was attached to the tow truck at this point. Correct. He lifted the oh car. Oh my gosh. He was moving my car as I sprinted up to him. <laughs> wow. And I was like, please, I have an interview. Just let me go. <laughs> just just, just um, let me go. Just let me go. And he was like, you're moving your car now? And I was like, yes, please, I'm sorry. And, and I'm like in a full suit kind of thing, and I'm groving to this guy. I'm like begging him. And he just gives me this look of disappointment. He drops my car, and he just lets me drive off. Oh, uh, <laughs> uh, Bob, you can't make that up. So, oh, my God. <laughs> then I went to the interview, um, and I did great. <laughs> I crushed her interview. I mean, yeah, yeah dude, dude, after that, it's like it's, you got your car. That's, that's already victory. It's like the interview is basically guaranteed at that point. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I, I had my interview. And then about two months later, uh, I got the position. <laughs> it was, uh, I mean, it's a good thing you didn't try and leave at 1035. That's for damn sure. You're right. You're right. I was I was actually fiddling with my tie for 20 minutes. So if I fiddled with my tie for another five minutes, I would have lost my car today. <laughs> and, 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 by, and by fiddle with your tie, does that mean like you were um... – What's it called? You like were actually like trying to actively tie your tie, or just like messing around? Oh, I was trying to tie my tie. So. Okay, <laughs> it, it's kind of funny, right? Because the last time I was in a, a large interview too, it was probably the same thing. Like, because I don't know if you remember this, Bob, but I ended up going to a, a boarding school for high school, yeah. and we actually had we actually had to wear ties, um, and it was awful, right? I'm you know, I don't like ties; they're just they're kind of stupid, right? Um, I'd much rather be in like gym clothes or whatever, you know. Uh, I'll do a button-up that's wide open or something like that, no shirt or something. But, yeah, clothes. I mean, dude, yeah, you know, you remember me from college, man. Shirts were not my favorite thing of any kind. And anyways, um, yeah, the residency interview right that morning, I was like, definitely spent 10 minutes tying that tie up. Um, yeah, no bueno, dude. Yeah, I still don't know how to tie a tie. Um, I watched a YouTube video over and over. <laughs> Fair enough. You're like, I, I can manip a neck, I can manip a back, right? I have a PT all over the place, my tie and a tie. No, man, that's too high tech. <laughs> there are just too many curves. It's just, it's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yeah, man, the, the, the human spine ain't no problem about that. It's those damn ties. <laughs> but yeah, that, that's, um, so that's what's been going on in my life. So, so I'm really, I'm very excited. Uh, looking forward to, so what what goes on for the next uh, next couple of months while I'm at this new place? Hey, you know, November's looking good for the both of us, man. Yeah, yeah. No, definitely something exciting. So All right, Nick. Well, Is there any... Let's let's catch on some accountability for 
the upcoming week or so and see where we can each make our stride. Yeah. So I um, I want to, by next week, I want to finish the everything for the hip and the pelvis um, in terms of all my CPGs, all my um, current concepts, reading through the pelvis, reading through the hip, reading through all the, the, the three, four different um, CPGs for the hip. Um, by my by November 1st, I think I'll try to do it. So so next week I actually have all off. Um, I decided to take a week off before I uh, start my new position. I'm going to take my parents uh, to different tour spots and just enjoy some of my time with them. Oh, but man. that also means I have a lot more time to study. So that's well, my hey, goal. Bob, tell your mother I say hi. I, I remember that bamboo wine and her homemade cooking pretty well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I forgot about that. That's, that's right. That's right. All right. What about you, Nick? I'm. Um. I, well, I was gonna say. I think probably your attic in Queens is like my favorite spot in Queens right now. Is it? Yeah, dude. You're always welcome like, back. Okay, I'll keep. Hey, man. Next time I'm out that way, I'll let you know. Um. Anyways, um. Aside from right, a bunch of bamboo wine and stuff like that. For me, it's getting ready for the interview on November fifth. Getting prepped for that. It's going to be a big day, so just reviewing some stuff, keeping the mind fresh, um, and preparing kind of all, like, you know, you know how it is, Bob, with interviews, right? You don't prepare the exact answers word for word or anything, but you get the concepts, you get the idea down. Um, so for me, it's all the prep for that, for the interview. Yeah, yeah, that's exciting. Um, yeah, if you, uh, if you want to also just add on to, to what we were talking about before, but, yeah, you're always free to just come over. The, to my place if you're ever in the New York City area and need a place to stay. Sounds good. I mean, hey, you know that for Cali out here too, dude. Yeah, perfect. No, it was great to catch up. Um, I'll see you in a few weeks. All right, Bob. Watch out for tow trucks. <laughs> All right. Take care, man.